This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Hello, beloveds. Happy Wednesday. Hopefully you're having a great week. It has been damn cold here in this form of Florida girl is freezing. So um, thanks for coming back to Really Riley, my little corner of the world where I rant about whatever's going on in my life. And as you guys know, if you're veterans around this here podcast, but if you're not and you're new here, thank you for stopping by. I always like to keep it very, very real. And Sometimes I overshare, and that might be something I'm doing right now. But I always like to connect with you guys, and it means a lot to me to be able to do it here because sometimes sharing the hard stuff helps somebody else. And as per your guys' DMs, which I love it when you connect with me, uh, this podcast has done that for a lot of you. So hopefully this one helps you too, and maybe in turn you guys can help me a little bit as well. Um, Helps me to get it off my chest. So I think I freaked a couple of you guys out on Instagram today saying that, you know, I am a little nervous about sharing this bit of information about what's happening with me lately. Um, First, I want you guys to know, please don't worry. This is nothing. I mean, it is health related, but more mental health related. It's nothing physical. I don't really know how to label this. I'm basically not terminally ill and there's nothing in terms of living, I guess you could say, that's catastrophic happening except for I am trying to find a diagnosis. Um, I've been sharing you guys a little bit on Instagram and, you know, on here about, you know, the struggles I've had after having my second baby to whereas I thought it was just postpartum depression still lingering or just stress and everything that's happened in the last year, you know, getting married, buying and building a house, having a baby, moving, pandemic, my radio show, all of these things making my mind go hooey, but I have since come to find out that it may be more than that. Um, A couple of weeks ago, I started going to therapy or counseling with a counselor that I have worked with before and I truly trust, and that within itself was a feat because I've had some different experiences with therapy. So it's hard for me to find a therapist that I like. And I'm sure for anybody else too, it's like dating. You have to find someone you jive with. And for me, you know, I talk for a living and I have lots of great friends and support groups. So I don't really need to just get things off my chest. I need a therapist that is going to guide me and give me homework and, you know, give me exercises and ways to deal with things versus just getting things off my chest. So long story short, I went back to this counselor therapist that I had worked with a long time ago that also helped me get my life back on track a couple years ago. Um, And she did a screening for me for ADHD, depression, and anxiety. Because 
as of lately, it has become incredibly, incredibly hard for me to focus, incredibly hard for me to concentrate on anything to the depth of sometimes people will be looking at me, talking to me, and I'm finding it hard to decipher what they're saying. Not decipher what they're saying. It's not going in my ear like a murmur or anything. It's just very hard for me to like concentrate and pay attention in the midst of a conversation. Sometimes I'll even look at my husband and be like, wait, hold on, slow down, explain that to me again. And I feel like a bumbling idiot. You know, I'm a professional. I'm a wife now. I'm a mother. I've been in radio for 20 years. I'm articulate. I'm intelligent. I know how to do this. Like, what's going on? I literally feel like an idiot a lot. And there's so many other things that have been coinciding that I thought were just straight up postpartum depression, lack of sleep from having two kids now. But it's just so many different things that when you get a doctor or a counselor to tell you, no, it might be more than that. It's like a gut check in a sense. Because now it's time for me to go to a psychiatrist and try to get a diagnosis. And from what I'm learning to get a reputable one, to take the time to listen to you and your thoughts and your concerns about medication. It's a rough road. And I know that there's a lot of people that have had a lot harder road to get to diagnosis of things that are way more serious or life-threatening than ADHD. So please understand that I'm trying to be uh, respectful in choosing my wording. But I also want to just be free to speak here really Riley, because that's usually what I do. I think lately I've had a lot of people I've encountered that have been very sensitive to the things that I'm saying, and then I therein backtrack to, oh, God, you know, am I losing it? Am I really being this way or that because I have to go try and blah, 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 blah. It's been a very big mind spin for me lately, accepting the fact that there is that without my control happening in my life. And from what I'm learning, if it is possibly ADHD, that this has probably been me my whole life. But you add into it two kids and the craziness or whatever, and it has me shook a little bit. Because you guys know me. My whole motto is I got this, we got this. You know, it's all under control. And for this sector of my life to feel like it's not is a little scary. You know, like I, it took me a long time to be like, okay, well, I need to talk to someone about all of the anxieties, all of the depressions that are happening. Because I told you guys this in a podcast before that it was like, okay, I have every single thing in my life I ever wanted. I just got married. My babies are healthy. My husband's amazing. Why am I depressed? And then it was just all of the stress and everything has come to a head and it just makes all of the different symptoms that they say are ADHD. I also scored astronomically high on the screening for anxiety, and I always knew that. Like, I have very high-functioning anxiety, but it's getting to the space where life is a little bit of a struggle from day to day. And I hate that word because I deal with struggle well. I deal with stress well. I deal with all things hard well. It's kind of been my M.O., So to me, admitting that almost feels like defeat, and I don't like that word either. And I don't want to be like melodramatic about, oh my gosh, I could have ADHD, the world is ending. It's not that. It's just realizing a lot of things in life that were harder 
could have been easier if I had known this sooner. And I mean by sooner, I mean like childhood. Because it's crazy when you go down the list of symptoms and you realize yourself as a kid how one thing really got me that children with ADHD, and again, I'm just now learning about this. So if I read the wrong WebMD description to you or to you, someone that has a child that has this, I'm very sorry. Give me grace. Um, people with kids or people with ADHD, like they don't like to pay attention or kind of physically can't pay attention to stuff they're not into. It's hard for them. And that might sound very like, well, yeah, of course that's what it is. I was like, that just makes so much sense. Like to me as a kid growing up, if I didn't like a teacher, I couldn't learn from them. That's probably why I did so well in reading, writing, and communication because I always liked my teachers in that area. Sucked at math. And I didn't have the nicest of math teachers. <laughs> you know, I always laughed and said that about myself, but it's crazy to think now like how it affects me all the time. You know, I had not a very proud moment on the show today where John, my host, asked me a question and I had a little bit of a brain fart. And I wanted to cry because radio is something that's always been my first love and it's been something that I'm really good at. Or at least I would like to think so after 20 years in this business. And for me to feel like this possible diagnosis affects my job in a way that I like even for a second, which is really all it was, can't do it to the utmost of my ability. Yeah, your girl don't like that. And now I'm doing every single thing that I can to get the right path. Because the thing that with medication in me that's always been scary, and I've told you guys about this a couple of times, I don't love antidepressants. And I'm not saying that that's how you treat anything with ADHD. I'm just giving you my experience with medicine. Because... You know, some sit well with you and some don't. And if they don't, you got to get on the roller coaster ride of trying to get off it or trying to find another one. And that has always freaked me out. So this is why we start the search for a reputable psychiatrist that can give me ways to deal or cope. All of these words sound very melodramatic to me because you, you, your girl Riley's busting out with like her tough girl fist. Like, I can cope with anything. Well, perhaps <laughs> not this. I've been kind of bummed, y'all. It's like I want to believe that I can just get through it and there's like I don't need meds, but it might be to that point, and that's okay, right? You know, I'm always accepting of people and I'm always telling other people that they've got this and whatever it is, it's fine, and you'll get there and you'll plow through it. And I'm like, why am I all of a sudden not believing that in myself? You know, I'm always like, oh, God, is this going to affect my job? It's affecting my relationship in a sense because my husband – is an angel, but it's got to be frustrating to deal with somebody that's flighty, I guess, if you will. And like, I, it's hard for me to focus and, you know, I get frustrated very easily and I get, you know, almost like just my brain is like, feels swollen at the end of the day. Now that's very overdramatic, but it just feels like it's constantly on this overdriven wheel. And by the end of the day, I've just got nothing left. And that's not how you want to be as a newlywed. And this isn't about work stress or kids stress. It's just how my brain seems to be wired every day. It's amazing to me that like as a kid growing up, it was like nobody ever noticed this. 
And mind you, like, I came from a family that, like, a lot of things got ignored. Like, mental health, what is that? You know, like, if you weren't, like, sick with a cold or if you didn't have a broken bone, it wasn't looked at. And that's also frustrating now for me as a parent to realize, like, well, damn. I mean, there's worse things that have could have happened, and they did. But <laughs> I just feel frustrated because I really, now that I have a idea of what's happening and what's going on, it's like I'm relieved in a sense because I have an avenue to get things figured out. But it's also, too, like as an adult, you're like, well, damn, why does this feel like I'm like starting over at 40 or something? And I'm not the first, last person to do that in any way, shape, or form. But I've been very defeated. And I don't use that word. I don't use Riley and defeated in the same sense at all, ever. And maybe I shouldn't now because that's speaking negative things into existence. And you guys know I don't like that. And this, oh, will be okay as soon as I can get my arse into a reputable psychiatrist that will listen and work with me. Because I think that's the most frustrating thing too, is like once you get this avenue, it's like, okay, we got to get an appointment and maybe we can get an appointment. Maybe they're seeing somebody. And I've heard all about like TikTok has it all over the place, which is concerning these ads for like cerebral. There's like apps and there's online things that you can use to get connected with the doctor or a psychiatrist. And yes, I will try that vein if it comes to that. But for now, because I've been so trepidatious about it, my preference would be to sit down one-on-one in front of a doctor or even with, you know, telehealth, I guess, too. I'm always very open to that because I see my counselor through telehealth. But for this, because I'm so worried, if possible, sitting in front of somebody would be great. Even, I mean, I know with COVID, sometimes that's not possible and that's okay too, but this is all seems very scary to me. Of all the things that I've accepted and dealt with and forged through with pride and perseverance, anxiety, depression, those two pieces don't bother me. The ADHD part, it's not that it's anything wrong with it. It's to me figuring out now something is wrong and there's an issue wrong and now I have to put that sector of self as they say in therapy, in someone else's hands to figure out what's happening and what's going on. I'm a control freak, apparently, y'all, because I just want to be able to deal with it myself and go through it, but now it's becoming a thing where I can't. I mean, I can, but what kind of way is that to live, always spinning on a hamster wheel all day, every day? And I'm not alone in being wary of medications, but if I could find the right one and it'll potentially work, is it worth it to maybe go on that roller coaster ride of trying medications again? <sighs> Deep breath, friends. I know there's a lot of you out there that are probably like, Riley, we thought that that was going to be so much worse. Why did you scare us like that? This isn't a big deal. I mean, I hope you guys are being a little bit more gentle with me about this right now. Because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be a little bit more gentle with myself. That is such a gut check too. Because I'm little miss, you know, go through it, plow through it, don't be a victim. I hate that. I'm okay with other people being frail, but for some reason when it comes to myself, it's just not allowed. Kids are allowed to be frail. Husbands are allowed to be frail. Friends, listener, fam, y'all are allowed to be frail, but I'm not. And not that 
having ADHD or whatever it is that is coming my way makes me frail. I know people that have ADHD and they function just fine. They got their medication and they're okay. That's what modern medicine is for. I need to get over this ego hump and just get better. That's what Marshall, my husband, said to me today. He's like, baby, I promise you it will get better. And thank God for that man because he is my biggest cheerleader and my biggest love and my best friend. Because, man, he's had to put up with some attitude from me in the last couple of weeks in trying to figure out what this is. You know, you guys, I will truly say, like, if you feel like something is amiss, go get it figured out. Because I've been saying this so much in the last year or so about, like, life is too short and we're never promised tomorrow. And I just, I'm in this space where I have all these beautiful things happening in life and I want to live that life, my life, to the fullest. And it's time to get off the hamster wheel. I don't know why this possible diagnosis of ADHD is so scary to me, but for some reason it is. I don't know why I feel like people are going to like look at me weird or different right now. Or maybe just it's strange to deal with these things as an adult that, you know, you think you've got it figured out at a certain age and you never, ever do, I'd imagine. I'd like to talk to Betty White. She probably didn't have it figured out either, but she was living her best life, you know? (laughs) R.I.P., by the way. Well, there you guys have it. There is my little rant admission, really Riley world of words for the week. I'm going to let you guys know what happens. I'm actively working to get a psychiatrist to get into an appointment and figure it out, and we'll go from there. We'll go through it together. No, I won't be going on and on and on about this again, unless you guys ask. I will keep you updated because, you know, it's frustrating, this whole process, and everybody tells me that. And they also tell me people with ADHD don't like those processes, which is very explanatory for me because anything that has to do with paperwork or sitting down and trying to figure things out for hours, I just, uh, I'm more of a creative mind than a paperwork mind. But sometimes you just got to do the hard shit, and this for me seems like some hard shit. So we're going to do it, and we got this, just like everything else. All right, you guys, I hope that um, this didn't depress you this year podcast. I hope in some way it inspired you to wade through your own hard things if you're going through something right now. And as per usual, the DMs are always open. You can hit me up. Any questions, comments, concerns, stuff you want to hear more about on this podcast, stuff you want to hear less of. If you want to hear more about like some of the symptoms that I'm experiencing and you want to like try and talk to somebody or just, I don't know, shoot the shit because you're feeling a little boo-boo right now too, hit me up at Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. That's Facebook and Instagram. Twitter's Riley Couture 5. Snapchat is at Radio Recon. And TikTok is Riley Couture 7. Love you guys. I'll talk to you on Friday with the Fave 5. It's really Riley.